0: Hello, this is Chad Dispen at Certified Financial Planner and Principal at Dispen at Wealth Management Group. Today, I'm going to be doing a podcast on women and in investing. So, did you know that globally, there are over 1 billion women who participate in the workforce? And out of these, there are about 70 million uh, women who are American in the workforce. Did you know that the U.S. life expectancy of an American woman is about 81 years? the U.S. life expectancy of an American man is about 75 to 76 years. Um, In the U.S., approximately 33% of working married women earn more money than their husbands. And women are the sole heads of household in about 32% of U.S. households today. More women are inheriting wealth because of longevity, and because of some of the demographic patterns that we're seeing out there today. Now, all this information can be found on the U.S. Census Bureau uh, World uh, World Factbook, but I thought I would share some of this with you this morning as I go through the podcast on what I hope to be a financial guidebook for women. So, during the podcast today, I want to talk about four different categories. I want to talk about challenges that women investors face, Number one. Number two, I want to talk about thriving during uh, life's transitions. Number four, I want to talk about four pitfalls, uh, investment pitfalls to avoid. And number five, I want to talk about leaving a legacy for future generations. So I encourage you that during the uh, uh, podcast today that you will take notes. Um, you can also find uh, the white papers on all of my podcasts at, uh, at Wealth Management com. So, you know, where men once dominated all financial affairs many years ago, the growing presence of women in the workplace and as head of households is really introducing a paradigm shift. Women are rapidly becoming a force to be reckoned with when it comes to taking increasing responsibility for the long-term goals and the financial health of the household, of their household, and of uh, their children's households as well. You know, women investors face special challenges that make financial literacy and advanced planning especially important. Women are more likely to outlive their husbands or to be disproportionately affected by divorce, making long-term financial strategies especially critical. Now, today I want to talk, I'm going to kind of guide or lay out a guide that can be used as a resource for women who are seeking guidance on how to control their own financial lives. I hope that you will find it useful and I encourage you to take notes as we go along and write down any questions that you might have as well. Let's start with some of the challenges that women investors face. Now it's important to acknowledge that there are challenges and explore them with your family and your trusted financial professional. Determining the right solution to your financial situation is really critical to developing a long-term strategy that you're comfortable with and that you feel secure uh, with when it comes to retirement. You know, every person that is out there today is different. Every woman is different. Every family is different. I often refer to, uh, when I talk to my clients, I say, you know, every client is unique. Every client is a snowflake. Um... And with that means that there are a lot of different ways to handle things. But it's important to address what your particular challenges are and to come up with a strategy towards that. You know, women are much more likely to outlive their husbands. Based on research that is uh, that has been uh, found out about life expectancies on average, women outlive men. And losing a spouse is really a heart-wrenching thing. And in a family where the husband manages all the finances, a widow may need to quickly take control of the family finances, and that can be unfamiliar territory. Without planning, it can be a a particularly stressful and scary transition at a time of your life that's already particularly stressful and scary. And it can lead to some very costly errors. Now, families can prepare for this eventuality by ensuring that both spouses, I will repeat that both spouses are involved in managing the family finances. Where that is so important, research shows us that a lot of women still are not involved in their own financial planning as they should be. You know, a report in 2011 uh, that was done by the HSBC showed that Many women are not prepared for retirement. Just 24% of women in their 50s claim to have a financial plan in place. Now, the same report found that 65% of men make all or most of the household financial decisions without input from their wives or other family members. 4 in 10 men men claim sole decision-making responsibility in retirement planning compared to 25% of women. Now, the lack of involvement in financial affairs can really put women in a highly vulnerable position should anything happen to their husbands. Now, women earn and save less than men. Uh, according to some studies, while, while there are many contributing factors, smaller paychecks and time out of the workfa- uh, workforce are two major causes of the disparity. A census data shows that despite the important strides women have made in the workplace, women's median annual income was still only 77% of men's back in 2010. Now, another way to put this is that for every dollar earned by men, women earn just 77 cents, a difference that can add up to a lifetime loss of over $300,000. Where did we get that number? It came from caregiving in the U.S. It was a, a... something that was published in 2009 from the National Alliance for Caregivers and AARP. But women earn less than men in virtually every occupational category, making it a lot more challenging for women to build wealth. Research also shows that women are more likely to be caregivers to elderly parents, children, and other relatives uh, more so than men are, reducing their time in the workforce, and that, in turn results in them making less. Uh, The time that they spend earning a living is diminished by the time that they spend as a caregiver. Now, increased time out of the workforce results, obviously, in lower lifetime earnings, less retirement savings, less pension savings, and compare that with the male counterpart. This contributes to the earnings and savings gap that we see today between men and women. Women also tend to be more conservative as far as investing goes. Research suggests that women are more reluctant to accept risk in their investment portfolios. That was from uh, uh, 2011 Mars-Venus Divide. That was the Spectrum group that published that. Now, typically, investments with more risk offer the potential for higher returns over time. And more conservative investment behavior among women may stem from lower confidence about investment knowledge. And that can be seen in a lot of different areas. But um, while it's certainly, there's nothing wrong with taking a conservative approach, and please don't misunderstand, we are very conservative when it comes to uh, managing our clients' money. But being overly conservative can inhibit the ability of your portfolio to keep pace with things like inflation, or meeting your income needs. So finding the right balance of risk and reward is an important factor for really successful investing. So divorce can also be a very painful uh, transition for a family to endure and switching from a dual to a single income household can bring a lot of financial challenges. However, there's an added challenge for women. The average woman's income will decrease significantly after a divorce. In a study that was done by uh, Kristen Riley, The Economic Consequences of Divorce, The Role of Child Support, Labor, Force, Participation, and Means-Tested Transfers Over Time, uh, that was done uh, by Cornell back in 2009, after a divorce, men tend to experience only a 10% drop in income, while women are likely to experience as much as a 27% decline. As many women have found, there is life after divorce. However, it is critical to anticipate and plan for its potential effects on your savings and your retirement goals. And that can sound a little bit uh, pessimistic that you're planning for divorce. That's not the case, but it is important to understand. There's no doubt that many women face a lot of unique obstacles to growing their wealth. However, taking a realistic perspective and having a proper plan can help overcome those challenges and build a long-term financial strategy. Uh, I had a client that came into my office one time, and and uh, this is a perfect example of what I've just talked about. He was 83 years old, his wife's 81, and uh, for the first meeting when he came into the office, I asked him, I said, you know, where's your wife? And um, pardon my, my accent on this, but he was from southern Ohio, and he responded, well, now she don't make no decisions on this stuff. And I said, okay, well, that's fine, but I think you need to bring her to the meetings. He said, well, now she doesn't know anything about this financial stuff. She doesn't make any decisions on this. This is all on me, so I don't know what you need her here for. And I said, well, if you want to work with me, you really need to bring her in. And a little bit reluctantly, the following week, he brought her in. And she sat there proper and, and quietly, and he's 83 and she's 81. They've been married for 63 years. And he says, well, here she is, but she doesn't make any decisions on this stuff, and she don't know nothing about this stuff, so I don't know what you need her here for. And I simply said, the fact of the matter is that there will come a day and time when I'm only meeting with one of you. And statistics tells me it's not going to be you. It's going to be her. So she needs to know what's going on. Same as anybody who is out there that is listening that is a woman, you need to know what is going on in your financial affairs. I had another gentleman that came in. To finish up that story, um, a little bit uh, sad ending to that story, within four months, my client, um, the male counterpart, had passed away. And for the next three years, I worked with his wife, and she felt very comfortable because she knew what was going on. Uh, On the other side of that coin, I had someone come in and refuse to bring in their wife, and I said, you know, I don't think you're the right fit for me. And the reason for it is because the same principles apply and all the things that I'm talking about here. So let's talk a little bit about uh, the next section, thriving during life's transitions. You know, we believe that planning ahead is the most important thing that you can do to help secure your financial future and it's really disappointing and it's really concerning uh... to me to see that there's still such an inequity between men and women when it comes to making decisions about investments you know preparing for the future is one of the most important aspects of financial planning you have to have goals you have to have objectives you have to have a plan in place and the lack of involvement from a spouse can leave that spouse or that person potentially exposed to financial hardships later in life. You don't expect uh, as you cannot expect your husband or your spouse or other family members to ensure your own financial security. It is critical that you take an active role in your financial future. Now listen, while it might be practi- practical for one person to take the lead That's fine, you can do that, but decisions should be discussed and made jointly on a fully informed basis. This ensures that the family is better prepared for the future and that women are less financially vulnerable. It can be hard to think about a plan for unpleasant events. I realize this, we don't want to think about all the bad things that can happen, but doing so can help you protect yourself and your future. You hope for the best, but sometimes we have to plan for the worst. So uh we often meet with our prospects and and our clients who have been divorced or widowed and are really unaware of what they actually own or where it's located or how to access it. This is one of the reasons that we created our peace of mind checklist to be a simple tool for organizing important financial documents and I encourage you to do this as well. Complete a checklist and share it with as many uh, people out there or as many family members who are out there that can help you deal with unexpected situations. Engage your husband, your spouse, your partner, your other family members in regular discussions so that everybody is kept informed about the important financial plans and the future goals that you have. Um, If you're interested in getting one of our peace of mind checklists, you could always call our office or go to our website and send us an email and request it. I'd be happy to send it out to you. Our office phone number is 740-277-6172. And uh, whoever you talk to, uh, you can give them some information and we can try to get that to you. Now, I realize that it can be a bit involved to talk and have discussions about uh, worst case scenarios. But a fun activity can be to dream together about future goals or retirement plans What does your retirement look like? What are some of the things you're going to do during retirement? What are some of the things that you want your children to do? The children can also be brought in together to talk about the family legacy and your estate plans. So it's important to have those family discussions. I can't tell you how many times I've met with uh, clients and said, what is your? Have you discussed your financial plan with your kids only to find out that they really don't feel comfortable talking about that? So, obviously, why don't they feel comfortable? Because their parents didn't feel comfortable talking about it with them, and they don't feel comfortable talking about it with their parents. So, break that cycle, bring the children in, and start to talk about the family legacy as well as your own estate plans. Now, let's move into a different realm. Let's talk about the four investment pitfalls that you need to avoid. Mistake number one is failing to plan for a longer life expectancy. I mean, the good news is we're living longer, and we've already established, and it's a well-known fact that women generally live longer than men. And for that reason, it is especially important to use investment strategies that balance and a sustainable withdrawal rate, with the right measure of risk. And and that also takes inflation into consideration. Balancing these factors is critical to helping you not run out of money before you run out of life. We do not want to outlive our money. So, making sure that your plan uh, includes inflation and your withdrawal rates are sustainable is critical. And that is something that a lot of people don't actually plan for. Inflation, I cannot say it enough. Mistake number two is failing to plan for health care expenses. Another factor that has to be considered when it comes to having a longer life expectancy is that long-term care is expensive. You know, back in 2010, the average cost for assisted living was more than $38,000 a year. And according to an annual Genworth uh, cost of care survey, the annual cost of a private room in a nursing home was nearly $75,000. Now, that's been a while back. Those numbers continue to increase. And according to the Centers for Retirement Research, retirees can expect to spend about 29 to 30% of their annual income on health care by the year 2020. That was done by uh, Richard Johnson, uh, Will Health Care Cost Erode Retirement Security, which was a Boston Center of Retirement Research. Now, it is critical to include health care planning in your long-term financial plan. Major medical expenses can easily wipe out retirement savings. However, there are a lot of different strategies that retirees can pursue to prevent this from happening. And with our assistance, you can make plans to help ensure that your medical needs are taken care of without adversely impacting your retirement lifestyle or becoming a financial burden on your family. Mistake number three is making emotional investment decisions. Now, emotional decision-making can wreak havoc on even the most careful investment plans when markets swing. Now, many investors lose money and lost money in the mortgage downturn or or the uh, meltdown crash of 2008. Some may have crashed out near the bottom, fearing that the markets themselves were collapsing and may still have their money sitting on the sidelines. You know, uh, back in 2011... A study by the benefits company uh, uh, Aon Hewitt showed that baby boomers are especially at risk of making emotional investment decisions. Study results showed that those earning or those nearing retirement become more adverse to risk, and really, they're prone to bailing on the markets during declines. Now, that was done by a Global Pension Risk Survey back in 2011. Now, one of the major benefits of working with a firm or a financial professional or the, our clients working with us is that our job is to take action as the voice of reason when emotions are really running high. When major investment decisions are only a click away, many investors give in to some emotional decision-making, and they could pay the price for that for their short-term thinking in the long run. When markets decline, remember there, that there are always available, that we're always available to answer questions to our clients, but make sure you have a financial professional that you're working with that is available to answer questions for you, to provide reassurance, and to show you some of the opportunities that actually arrive in volatile markets. Mistake number four is not considering seeking professional advice, and it, study conducted at Yale and Princeton, psychologists gave undergraduate students questionnaires asking them, how do you compare uh, your classmates in a variety of skills and tasks? For example, one question asked, are you a more skillful athlete than your average classmate? The overwhelming majority of students responded that they were above average athletes, drivers, dancers, students, and so on. I mean, obviously not all of them can be above average, but their self-perception led them to believe it was so. So this was done, of course, by uh, Henry Braun, and it was uh, titled The Role of uh, Constructs in Psychological and Educational Measurements. That was done back in 2002. Now, the same issue of overconfidence exists among investors. It's, it was easy in the, nineteen say, 1999 and 2000 for investors to really delude themselves about their investing skills when a few lucky stock picks quadrupled overnight. However, consider how many of these genius investors were able to save their portfolios during the bear market that followed. Now, for us, we educate our clients on the opportunities that market turbulence sends our way and keep them focused on the long-term goals, not on the short-term gyrations. Now, as financial advisors, we spend our careers charting courses through turbulent markets, and it's really our job to stay on top of the ever-shifting economy, financials, legal issues, so that our clients don't have to do that. That's our job. So, it's important to seek out professional advice and professional assistance to help Along the way, and somebody that you can count on, or somebody that is going to be there to guide you, not to tell you what to do, but to help educate and guide you along the way. And finally, I want to talk about leaving a legacy for future generations. You know, one of the rewards of working hard our entire life and having a good plan and effective wealth management and having prosperity is the joy of being able to provide for our loved ones. I know as a husband, I find it very satisfying to be able to provide for my wife, for my family. But in our business, we have found that As couples move into retirement, they begin to think more practically about the legacy that they leave behind because, you know, it's important for us, but we also have to think about our longevity and are we going to have enough money to last during our retirement. And women are increasingly responsible for the final disposition of how the family assets go. So it's important to discuss in advance your family's estate planning goals. You know, one of the greatest gifts you can leave is a life well lived, a life that's been full of love that serves as an example to others. And as you take steps towards controlling your financial destiny, remember that the women in your life will look to you for support in their financial lives and let that journey be part of your legacy as well. A great goal is to leave the world and the people in it in a little better way than what it was when you found it. That's the goal for everyone. So let's talk a little bit about some conclusions and some final steps. Now I hope that you found this podcast informative, educational, and Reassuring. If there's one thing that you can hope to take with you from this report or that I would hope you would take with you from this report and podcast is that we want you to begin taking control of your financial future. You start by having a conversation with your husband, with your spouse, with your family. You start by educating yourself about wealth management, financial planning, and investing. If you are listening to this podcast, you're already doing that. So keep up the good work. I also want to offer myself, Chad Disponent, Disponent Wealth Management, as a resource to you and your family, whether it be via our website or our white pages or the educational podcasts that we put out. Continue to explore those and listen to them. And Ask questions. I'm here. I'm happy to answer any questions about your current financial situation and your future goals as we offer complimentary consultations to any time to anyone that comes to us from these types of things. Should you have any questions about what you've read or what you hear or what it means for you or your future, the first step is to reach out. I'd be happy to, and delighted to talk with you to talk about our services, but most importantly, More important than anything else, continue to take action moving forward to make your financial future what you want it to be. With that, this is Chad Dispenet. Disponent Wealth Management Group, signing off of our podcast. I encourage you to continue to move forward, and uh, please visit our website at DisponentWealthManagement.com, and feel free to call us if you have any questions about anything you heard at 740-277-6172. With that, continued successful planning.